This week in Steady Trade with Stephen Johnson. What's this week in Steady Trade with Stephen Johnson? Drinking, prescription drug abuse, prostitution. What, what else is in this week? Just being a doer. Welcome back to the final installment of the uh, Wall Street Coach uh, and the Jeevan Stonson, Stephen Johnson podcast Steady Trade episodes. Uh, it's a twist. Twist is this week in Steady Trade. We're concluding a series right now and... It's concluded by human needs. And, and this goes deeper than trading. A lot of what we've talked about is how the ego, how hormones and testosterone uh, and how just general self-awareness can all impact trading. But the human needs goes a bit beyond trading. Is that right, Kim? It does. It does. And I think it's also something that can help traders a lot if they're aware of their own uh, universal needs. Uh, and or non-negotiable needs. So basically feelings and emotions uh, are informed by whether we're getting our needs met. So I'll say a couple of feelings like depression, frustration, apathy, or joy, peace of mind, uh, you know, uh, openness. Those, those are six feelings. Some of them are pleasant to be with. Some of them are unpleasant to be with. Uh, we have, there's a collection of needs that if you get them met on a regular basis, you're going to have mostly pleasant feelings. But if you have a collection of needs that are not getting met, you're going to have a bunch of unpleasant feelings. And part of what I see is that most people don't have a lot of their needs met. So they have a lot of hard to be with unpleasant feelings. And we have those unpleasant feelings for extended periods of time we're going to need to numb them because it's hard to be with hard to be with feelings day in and day out. And so what I'm an advocate of is trying to understand what needs didn't get met in the first place. And one of the things I know would not be met for, for traders for the most part is the, the need for security because this is a very volatile industry. So I would say make sure that you're getting your need for security met in other places of your life because you're not going to get it met in the day-to-day of trading. But, but Kim, what I would say is au contraire, as the French say, and say, what if I had a need for uncertainty? What yes. if I needed the gamble? What if I needed the risk? What if yes. I needed to roll the dice? Undoubtedly, you do need that. Undoubtedly, every trader does need that. So that this is, this is the key of understanding yourself, understanding what are your non-negotiables. Another need that is getting met by trading is the need for adventure. That's a human need as well. But everybody's built differently. So I would say as you're, if you're becoming a new trader, ask yourself, what are the needs that I have? If you're living in your mother's basement and barely paying your rent, you probably have more of a need for security uh, than uh, you even may want. Let's say you still have the need for adventure. Well, how adventurous do you want to be? Uh, I would say just get, you know, most people don't even understand what their universal needs are. So I would say get familiar with what they are. I, I'm happy to email that to anybody or they can look for them online. Understand who you are and what you, how you tick. And, and you and I, when we, we talked way back when, the first episode about that need for adventure, the need for creative stimulation, some of that wasn't getting met. But by even being able to identify that, you were able to then potentially see ways that you might be able to get that met in, in the day-to-day that you weren't getting it met by way of that creative stimulation and adventure. Yeah, or, or it's just being self-aware of the fact that you might need to get the needs met in the first place and the gremlin might take over and get you to meet them another way. Like if you're thinking, 
I just want to feel excitement then as a, as a need, or I want to feel adventure as a human need, then you can think, you, if you're aware of that, you can counter it and think, am I just getting into this trade for adventure? Am I feeling a bit of a lack of adventure? So do I, do I, am I just jumping in it for that reason? Correct. Or do I want to feel excitement now instead of in five minutes, 10 minutes time? And then you think, I'm not, I'm not going to go in right now. And that, that's a practical example of how, of how it works. And, and honestly, it's, I mean, while I've done some of the training and not all of the training, every single one of these mini twists this week in the Steady Trade podcast, um, I've always, as we've gone through, everything's been about self-awareness. Everything's been about countering, countering an emotion before it comes. Mm-hmm. Not countering it, but more recognizing that it may come and, and being ready to deal with it in that environment. And, and that's a better way of describing it. And if you can be more prepared, then you can be more ready to act. And if you're more ready to act, you're more likely to not make the wrong decision. Yeah. It's getting uh, to a place, getting all of us to a place of responding instead of reacting yeah, and, definitely. and having empathy for ourselves that it's human, that it's part of the biology, the way we're built to react and reactions served us when we were on the Serengeti, but they don't serve us today. So how do we turn our reactions into responses? How do we not necessarily uh, just get triggered and, and at least notice, oh, I just got triggered. A whole bunch of these feelings came up for me that are really make me not feel good, make me not trust the world, so to speak, or make me doubt, you know, even that intuition that's within yourself. How do you begin to just notice that that's the pattern that you're, you're constantly kind of tricked into and beginning to just notice it stops the process. No, and I think just by literally looking at the words react and respond, react from my definition or from a, maybe a common definition. When you react to something, it comes last minute. You didn't expect it. There's no pre-planning for it. And you just have to do something. When you look at the, the more universal definition of respond, it's you kind of, Felt like it might come. You've planned for it. There's thought behind it. You've thought, right, need to respond to this now. It's happened. Yes. And there's more planning behind it, right? That's how I think. That's how I, I see the I, I see that. I see that. And I think what we have to realize is that, you know, let's just say there's a car accident, right? You couldn't have planned for that. So one reaction could be like, you son of a gun. Like, how did you go through that red light? What the hell's wrong with you? I, I have a kid in the backseat, blah, blah, blah. That would be a reaction. And it would be an understandable reaction because a whole bunch of fear coursed through your veins beforehand. A, a way to respond in that situation would be the car crash happens and you have the flood of all those emotions. And instead of letting those come through your mouth, taking that action, you instead realize, okay, I am really triggered right now. I'm angry. I'm afraid. I'm having all of this kaleidoscope of emotion throughout me and I'm going to respond instead. That is the, that's, that takes time. It takes practice. I mean, I've been practicing this now for years. And I can tell you, if, if that situation happens, it's going to take a lot of my effort to respond and not react. The higher the stakes are and the people that matter the most to us are going to 
it's going to be easier to react than to respond. There's a great quote that says, you know, if you think you're enlightened or you think, you know, you're, you're learning how to respond, spend a weekend with your family and see how, how well you respond versus react. So, so this is not an overnight quick fix, but the more you become in tune to the fact that you are having a whole bunch of hard to be with emotions or anger or fury or whatever, notice them, allow them to kind of process through yourself and then you will be, have a better chance at responding. No, and, and just to close this out, I would say even if you can't learn to respond with your family, even if you can't respond to work colleagues, at least give yourself the decency to respond to yourself. Because if you Absolutely. don't respond to yourself, you're only letting yourself down. You can let other people down, but don't let yourself down. And if you're taking this game of trading seriously, Huge. at least respond to yourself don't react to your emotions because it's, it's you versus you at the end of the day. Correct. And, and, and have empathy for yourself. Have empathy for yourself that this is a really hard game, that it's the most competitive the game. The hardest game. The hardest game, and it never ends. So that means you have to have some empathy for yourself that you've taken on the most competitive game in the world. Bravo you. And you have to also treat yourself as respectfully as you can, not only with the self-talk, but also with how you treat your body, how you sleep, how you nourish yourself. Are you taking good care of yourself? You are an Olympian. You are this racehorse now. So how do you make sure, including that self-talk, is serving you and nourishing you and not depleting you? And, and just all I would say is, of course, make sure that your nutrition, diet, exercise we don't all do it but we try to do it is 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 empowering the best state of mind that you can possibly have so you're as fully focused as you can be but and after that just question everything why what am i feeling right now why am i getting to this trade am i getting to this trade early first to meet a certain human need and and, and i've thought like this and i've thought am i angry now and i'm just reacting if so react in five minutes but don't react right now and 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 i'll respond in five minutes and and that's how it kind of all comes together. So what would you say are a few key words just to close this out? React. I mean, basically respond, don't react. Respond, don't react. And, ha- and, and have empathy for yourself that it's normal to want to react, uh, that, that's, that that's how you're hardwired as a human being, but that the more self-aware you become, uh, the more in tune you become to what is your intuitive voice versus that inner gremlin voice you potentially have the ability to change your entire trading game. I mean, it's a dramatic change if you're able to get that inner gremlin uh, recognized because you're going to hear the distinction between its voice and your own intuitive voice. And I, and I do, you, do believe you in particular, Stephen, because of your sensitivity that when you really hone in on that intuitive knowing, uh, you will be unstoppable. Because I feel it's... unstoppable right now. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> no, no, but, but one final thing that I want to say is, is since we've had these chats and we've, we've talked about this stuff, one of the, one of the best things that, that I, one of the best tips I've developed or one of the, one of the self-learnings I've developed is just, if you've got this gremlin thought that keeps on coming, just check it with a friend or check it with a family member or check it with someone else. And, and often they'll be like, what are you talking about? This is how you think about yourself. Like, no, dude, you're, you're a great person. You're this, you're that, you're the other. And, and if it's someone you can really trust and you know that they're not going to lie to you. Yeah. 
Then, well, uh, I, you can I, I think it's a really thoughts. good point. So, so yes, the really trustworthy ones. The only caution I want to say, especially because a lot of traders are kind of on their own, right? Not everybody supports their uh, doing yeah. trading. They sometimes get a lot of so. So you have to be really careful about who you pick. You want you want to pick somebody potentially who's who's neutral, right? Somebody who doesn't have an agenda. What's their agenda for you? It, it, it could be you know. And look, our mothers and our fathers and our brothers and sisters. Their agenda is they love us. They they want us to be happy. But that that isn't necessarily the best person to turn to because they might be afraid for us, right? They might feel like, oh my God, I can't believe he's trading. What is he thinking? So, so you want to pick somebody, if you can, that is able to be neutral about you um, and isn't worried about you because that could influence you know, their opinion. Sweet. And that wraps it up. If you have any other questions relating to any of the topics that we've talked to in the past five series, drop them below. Hit us up on Twitter. We'll leave with Twitter handles in the description. Uh, and, and for sure, I'm sure we're both open to answer any other questions, add to the series, uh, ask, uh, continue this discussion between the human needs, the gremlin, testosterone, or what makes a loser, losing trade a loser or a winning trade a win. Uh, we can continue that. Do you have any final comments, Kim? Uh, I just guess I want to say to your listeners, you know, that they are very courageous for, for wanting to be traders and uh, that, that if they not only develop their self-awareness where their trades improve, but their whole life will improve. So, uh, yeah, just to have some empathy for themselves and to be proud of themselves of taking something on by stepping into the most competitive game in the world. And not just my listeners, the our listeners, and uh, they haven't just been courageous, but we've been courageous. We so let's uh, let's keep let's keep living like lions in the jungle. Amen. <laughs> Peace. Hi, this is Latrina from Frederick, Maryland, and I like to clean my kitchen while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade podcast. You can register to win prizes at their website, steadytrade.com. And if you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating and write a short review on iTunes. I did. And this is how we say goodbye in Frederick, Maryland. Thank you.